You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Late last week, Facebook and Twitter took extraordinary steps to stop the spread of a news story across their platforms. But this piece wasn't from a bot or a fake news site. It was actually from the New York Post, a mainstream conservative tabloid. Shereen Ghaffari has been following this story for Recode. Hey, Shereen. Hey, Teddy. So what did this New York Post story say? It generated a lot of buzz early on Wednesday. Well, the heart of it is basically the claim that uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, promised a Ukrainian business executive that he would be able to meet his father, who was then Vice President Joe Biden. And this article purports to have emails from Hunter Biden showing that he allegedly was trying to leverage his dad's political connections to help his business dealings in Ukraine. These emails haven't been verified, but the Post published them anyway. And, you know, a lot of people immediately started to question both the sourcing and kind of the claims in the article. And, you know, Rudy Giuliani was actually the person that brought this material to the attention of the Post. And he, of course, has been the subject of investigations about his ties to Russian operatives and Russian disinformation campaigns. So a lot of big questions there. The Biden campaign has come out and called this Russian disinformation. We don't have definitive proof of that, but there's certainly reason for concern about the veracity of everything in this article. So what exactly did Facebook and Twitter do in response to this New York Post story? So Facebook was the first to make a move. And what they did is they said they're not going to take down the article or links to it, but they're going to slow the spread of it. And they're going to sort of deprioritize it in people's feeds. The reason why they said they were doing that is because they wanted to wait and see what their independent fact checkers had to say about the claims in the article, which were almost immediately questioned as soon as the article came out. Twitter uh, went a step further and I think, believe an hour or two after Facebook actually blocked the article from being shared on Twitter at all. So if you tried to post a link to the article, you would get an error message and a warning that Twitter considered this to maybe be harmful information and that you can't share it. I should just say it's really unprecedented for these companies to go ahead and take such drastic measures on an article from a mainstream publication. Yeah, this is the first time they've done this, no? First time they've done it for a, for a mainstream publication, as far as I can see. Now, you know, the New York Post is not exactly free from bias. Uh, you know, it's, it's known to have a conservative slant. They've taken heat for, for publishing some kind of conspiracy theories, especially lately with COVID. So I would say that, that the New York Post, while it's a mainstream publication, definitely you know, has some more questionable stories and reporting methods than uh, other maybe more mainstream publications like the New York Mm -hmm. Times or the Wall Street Journal. But the bottom line is it's unprecedented for Facebook and Twitter to block a story by um, a newspaper of that large of a size and with that large of an audience. And the rationale for doing it 
was was slightly different actually it's interesting so facebook's rationale was that we need we need to figure out if these claims are even true and and we have our independent fact checkers are on it and we're just going to wait and see and in the meantime we're going to slow the spread of it twitter's rationale which they only explain after the fact and their ceo actually ended up apologizing for the lack of messaging behind it but twitter's rationale was that this is actually a hack mm-hmm. and that we don't distribute uh, hacked information, especially because in these hacked materials that the Post uh, published, there was private information about Hunter Biden's cell phone and and some other personal info. So slightly different rationales, but ultimately around the, you know, the controversies of this article. What struck me was how quickly both of the platforms really did this. I mean, this was within uh, a couple of hours, at least when I got up on the West Coast, when this was already, you know, being moderated. Um, these companies have been criticized, you know, ad nauseum for how they've handled misinformation in the past. Do you have any sense of why they responded so quickly this time? And and walk me through what happened in the hours after these decisions were made. Sure. So, you know, I think this was relatively quick for uh, social media companies, but in the grand scheme of things, actually a couple hours, that's a long time for mm-hmm. social media. I mean, this had been shared. We're actually doing some reporting on this now, but this this has been shared uh, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of times before Twitter and Facebook even get to it. So, um, you know, it's already, it's already out there. But yes, within the course of essentially a day, they uh, applied their policies against the article. And immediately after they did it, it drew backlash from conservatives, you know, Republican lawmakers from from Trump, from senators, from, uh, you know, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. All of those people are saying that this is an example of anti-conservative bias by these companies, tech companies, which are run by liberals. And I don't think that this proves that there's systemic bias, but I do think it's kind of an example that these politicians have now to try to um, bolster their argument that the the content moderation of these tech companies tilts in the favor of liberals. And so now you have Republican lawmakers talking about uh, subpoenaing Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey uh, to testify in front of Congress. And now Ajit Pai, the chairman of the FCC, has said that he's going to try to roll back Section 230, an important internet law, and that could be detrimental to these tech companies. It does feel like Facebook and Twitter are in this position they've always wanted to avoid being in where, you know, they are having to display editorial judgments about the veracity of news stories. Completely. And what's absolutely new, especially for Facebook, but for Twitter as well, is just being this arbiter of truth that Mark Zuckerberg has for so long said he doesn't want to be, right? right? Being the company that's now calling that, hey, we're not sure if this is true or not. And so, you know, there's a big discussion about just ethically if this is against kind of the free speech values of the internet and other people who say, no, you know, we need to make sure the internet isn't a mess and platforms do have a responsibility to moderate the potential lies and messes on their network. And in the aftermath, something really interesting happened. Um, Twitter, which took the more extreme and drastic measure. Tell me what Jack Dorsey said uh, late on Wednesday night. Yeah, so Jack Dorsey actually ended up apologizing on his personal Twitter account for how his company handled the situation. He said that, you know, it is 
um, not acceptable for the company to have blocked this news article without giving a detailed uh, explanation of its rationale. And so Twitter did do that after the fact, um, but Dorsey kind of publicly acknowledges here that there there was a misstep, not in the call they made, but in uh, the lack of, of positioning behind it. Shreen Ghaffari, you can read more of our work here at Recode.net. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks. 